0: I mean, look, at the end of the day, I I love all paintball. I don't care whether you're hiding behind a bunker or behind tyres or
1: behind a tree. Who cares? As long as you're shooting paint, that's all that matters. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Down Under Paintball. This is episode 14. This week, I'm sitting down with David Hall, a player from all the way down the south in Tasmania. Dave is in a very unique position with paintball only being legalized around 2015 in Tasmania. So these guys really have the opportunity now to shape the future of Tasmanian paintball. It sounds like they're doing a great job with a bustling tournament scene, players streaming in, they're building a really great community down there and for only having a really small population compared to the rest of the country, they're doing such an awesome job. So thank you for joining me this week on Down Under Paintball. Sitting here this week with my guest, David Hall. Welcome to the show. Thanks, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. It's a yeah, nice chilly uh, night up here, but I'm sure it's not as cold as it is down down your way. Oh, uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell everyone where you're, uh, where you're calling in from tonight? Uh, so... Uh, from a bedroom no um (laughs) so northwest coast of tassie i live in a nice
0: little country seaside town called haybridge um it's about half hour out of devonport which is where a lot of people know about devonport because it's where the spirit comes in for for tassie and stuff so
1: yeah it's just a nice quiet little area but does the job hmm yeah i'm jealous i love tasmania i want (laughs) to
0: i want to get down there it's a pretty nice place it looks nice and all that stuff but um yeah, there's not much. There's not much negative stuff to say about Tassie. I mean, <laughs> it, it gets cold, but yeah, put a jumper on. you be right.
1: That's full <laughs> of Tasmanians. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's the Victorians that couldn't swim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, what's that sort of area like for for paintball? Have you got many fields nearby? Uh, there's
0: only well, there's actually a, a new field that's opened up that's. Um, about an hour away inland. Um, it's more, I haven't been out there yet, so I don't really know much about them. But my home field, which is also the home field for our team, um, is just outside Devonport, so about, yeah, 35 minutes from here. Um, that's Van Demons paintball. Um, they've been around probably, well, about, about six months after it became legal, they opened up. So they've been around for a fair while now down here, a couple of years now. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, um, my nice, nice close field. It's got a, it doesn't really have a huge amount of speed balls, but it has a, a decent, lot of people going through wreck balling and stuff like that. So yeah, no, she's pretty good.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, why don't you give us a little bit of a background about yourself and, you know, let us know how you got into, how you got into the sport. Yeah, how you right found out yeah. about paintball.
0: Well, uh, first time I found out about paintball was through a mate of mine, Sasha. He was a massive paintballer. He's kind of backed off a bit now because of family commitments and so forth. But he um, helped set up and run Melbourne Indoor Paintball when they first opened up. So he got me into paintball, we've been about 2011. He was talking to me about the Tipman Challenge at um, Hot Shots in down in Victoria there. Um, that was my first experience with paintball. So playing like, you know, five, 600 people just mad as and just fell in love with it. and it's just gone from there um i helped me and him help the owners for van Diemen's paintball to set up and literally build the fields um and all the rec ball fields and stuff like that and then been working for them as a ref and just hanging out and stuff like that ever since um yeah that's that's about my paintball story but you know
1: yeah yeah no, that's awesome so Tell us a little bit more about this Tipman Challenge. I've uh, I, I haven't I've heard the name set around, but oh, there's so much so much paintball goes on that I, I that goes over my head. So yep. <laughs> you can tell us all about it.
0: Well, I'm not I'm not 100% sure if it still goes ahead or not. But basically, what it was was Tipman Challenge was it was like I said it was hosted at Hot Shots Paintball in Anarchy, Victoria. Um, it was played over their entire field area, so to speak. So they've got oh six or eight different massive areas that they played on. this this was basically i think it's about just under 600 people so 300 aside and you had um objective missions and points to capture and stuff like that it was just a a huge well basically wreck ball but it was yeah it was just it was awesome it was the best way to describe it it was very awesome um a lot one of the guys who helped come up the, the game plan that was um from monkeys paintball he's still a pretty big up in Victoria, as far as I know, I haven't really heard much about the Victorian scene for a while now, but yeah, so that was my first experience. Was like they've, they've got tanks you can ride in on, and you can oh. APC deliveries. it, was just chaos, but so so fun and so just awesome. Couldn't walk right for the next couple of days and stuff, but you know, my legs were caning
1: because it's all heels and stuff, but no, nah, it was a lot of fun, yeah. So, was that all? Were you just using all rental gear then, or did you have? Yeah. Anything? back th- back then,
0: I owned nothing because literally it was my first experience. Um, yeah. so I mean, you know, mates like, hey, a couple hundred bucks, let's go to Victoria for a weekend of paintball. I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Uh, so before we went, I actually ended up buying my own goggles first because I wanted, to, you know, have my own pair of goggles rather than wearing someone's sweaty pair. Yeah. <laughs> um, so those those goggles were absolute pile of rubbish. But anyway, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I spent a vast majority of the day wiping fogged lenses and stuff so that was very frustrating but anyway um but the rest of it was just um yeah gear you hide from there so i think i used like an mm 1000 which is another quality gun oh, no, i don't suck. think i've no, never even
1: heard of that oh uh, <laughs>
0: no sarcasm there. they're oh okay. yeah anyway <laughs> <laughs> um put a standard Tipman would have been Tipman 98 would have been a lot better but i thought this upgrade gun was awesome and because i didn't know anything and yeah anyway i now know different um and yeah, there's just overalls and harness and stuff as all all rental stuff you borrowed. And but you're playing against other people who had their own full kit, like those guys that were rocking up with, um, you know, tipmans that were like massive long barrels, to make making look like sniper guns and stuff like. There was just a lot of speed ballers, and yeah, it was chaos but fun, a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's cool. So there was a, a good mix of, of players represented, so yeah, you sort yeah. of got to see the whole, the whole. Uh, the spectrum of, of players, I guess, on that day. Yeah,
0: exactly. I met a lot of guys and a lot of guys who were bush ballers and a lot of guys who were just casual rep ballers and there's a whole bunch of guys who were, you know, speed ballers as well and just got to talk to a whole bunch of great guys. Um, still friends of a fair few of them as well. Actually, a couple, you know, guys I met there and stuff like that. But um, the best way to the best way to describe it to what most people would know is it's very much like Total War at um, action paintball. So you know, everyone knows what that's like. It's you know. The, the great mix of people you have, and now it's spread over a huge area. So it's basically this, this is very much the similar kind of thing as that, really. So,
1: yeah. yeah. Controlled chaos. Barely controlled yeah.
0: chaos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, they had smoke grenades going off, and you can call in an airstrike, and you'd have all these smoke grenades go off in succession, and it was awesome. Um, you could actually ride on a tank, and you weren't allowed to be shot at a tank, but the, what, the other team would have... Um, we'd
1: have to shoot the paper targets on the tank to take the tank out rather than just players, and, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I've always wondered, like, I've, I've seen lots of, like, footage of all different fields all around the world with tanks. How do they, like, do, who's driving? Is obviously, like, it couldn't just be a random player driving the tank. Is it uh, someone... Like a staff member or something?
0: Yeah, from what I understand, like with um Shots, it was just a staff member. One of the refs or whatever was driving around in that and they had full control of it, you know? Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. If, if I remember correctly, I think they had one or two refs who'd walk with it as well, just to make sure people weren't getting too close and doing <laughs> dumb stuff,
1: Yeah, as we all do. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, uh, that IQ drops when you put a mask on, for sure. Oh, yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> so, you know, was there anything in between, you know, that, that day of the Titman Challenge and, and helping set up the field at Van Diemen's paintball? No, funny enough, there wasn't.
0: Um, like, as much fun as I had, um, it would just, like, just seem to be just one once I thing because, you know, nothing was legal down here, so there's no easy way of playing more ball. But I just, um, you know, still get into watching all the Living Legend videos on YouTube because we was watching them get all fired up before we went over and stuff and, yeah, get gets your heart pumping and that. But for a good few years there, there was just nothing. Um and then once they legalised paintball down here or before they, were, as they were, were legalising it, that's when I got in contact again from my mate, Sasha Williams. He was saying, look, you know, I'm helping this guy set up a field. Are you just give us a hand? And went out there and met the owners, Kevin and Mandy, and that was it. Been every weekend for about six months straight I was out there just building stuff and building pillboxes and just whatever. Um,
1: but, yeah, so there was a good couple of year gap there where there was nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a shame. So so do do you know much about, you know, how the laws changed and came through? Was it was it like a push from was it just something that happened naturally or was there like a push from a, a group of people?
0: No, there, there was a couple of the field owners like from Van Diemen's and Revolution Paintball who were in Lonnie and Hobart, I think, or maybe it's Lonnie now. Um, I, I know that they were all pushing and lobbying their local um, government representatives and I think it just just went from there. Obviously, the government's gone, hang on a sec, yeah, maybe we should relax the laws a bit because then it can bring tourists in and stuff like that. The laws down here are still very restrictive. You're not allowed to own your own gun at home, for example. Um, Like, I've got uh, four guns now, but they're all kept locked up in the armory at Van Diemen's, and they have to stay there. Um, obviously I'm allowed to transport them between fields or when I'm going to Sydney and stuff like that, because I'm a licensed uh, one, I've got a proper firearms licence and I also work for the paintball field, so I'm allowed to transport the guns. Um, but, yeah, you know, apart from that, the guns stay there. You can't, you can't do anything with them. It's, it's very frustrating. But, hey, we've only just got into the sport for a couple of years now, so we can't really complain. Hopefully they'll review it again soon and you know, ease things up a little
1: bit. But, yeah. Yeah, well, paintball as a whole... Um moving forward uh like every you know we've had the the win in new south wales but even with america trying to just do these big pushes and try and bring it into the mainstream yeah. i think helps um if people if they if you had somewhere where you could just say like i don't know you show someone what the epl is like in soccer or something or like football and they can understand all the, and it looks quite professional if, it, if yep. we have something like that that you you can start to show people in in power like politicians and stuff like that then I think yeah, it'll it'll just slowly have to happen, but oh, we're yeah, just sort of the ones to be on our best behaviour.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, th- I think the biggest problem paintball still faces, especially here in Australia, is you talk about paintball to anyone, and in, automatically everyone in their mind they're thinking it's just a, a bunch of muppets in camo gear, face paint, playing up in the bush. They don't realise the sport side of it. You know what I mean? Like, the, and that's the biggest issue I think we face is um,
1: the people who aren't into paintball don't take it seriously. You know what I mean? So. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's um well you know at one at one point I I remember when I was first getting into it if you mention paintball people are like oh yeah I actually saw it because it, it used to be on TV I think they were playing it was yep. in the early two thousands yep. and oh I know the one with all the blow up bunkers and you say yeah but now people are back to you say paintball and like you say it's they think you are just people playing playing army in the bushes yeah
0: exactly it's <laughs> like oh don't you think you should grow up by now so well how you
1: come out of the field and say that. <laughs> <laughs> So what happens if, you know, if you guys wanted to, like, from your field, say Van Diemen's wanted to head down to Revolution and uh, play an event? Like, if you were sending teams down, would you have to bring all their guns with them, with someone, like a dealer or something?
0: No, basically, um, I'd transport them down there and back. um, Or, uh, you know, one of the guys who works for Van Diemen's, who has their licence, would be able to do it as well. Um, And basically, you know, on 6 o'clock in the morning or whatever, pick up the guns from the armoury. Head down. Um, if you've got to stay down overnight or whatever, you, you probably try to get the guns in, into Revolution's armory as well overnight, you know, or just keep them secure. However, um, yeah. and then basically as soon as you get back, drop them back in straight away type of thing. So you're allowed to um, have them in possession, be in possession of them within reason for transporting. So you know, if if you had to keep them on you in your hotel room overnight because it was, you know, because of the time, and the, then obviously that's within reasons, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're just not allowed to have them out and about in public or, you, came and, you know, you wouldn't even bother get them out of their gun case or anything like this, leave them all alone or
1: whatever, but, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, um sounds like a bit of extra work, but at least uh, there's room in it for you guys to, to be able to do stuff like that and travel around with them.
0: Well, um, yeah, I mean... Like to give you an idea, when when they first legalise it down here to get a paintball licence you had to actually have to go get your real firearm licence. So I have a proper rifle firearms licence. Um, so ironically I'm allowed to legally I can own and store a rifle here at home, but I can't have a paintball marker at home. <laughs> so that gives you an no idea how things are a little bit crazy. But um <laughs> you know, it's like oh you could go out and shoot someone, but don't you dare try and shoot someone to stain their clothes, because, you know, that will wash out. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess blood wash out better than blood. Um, anyway, but yeah, so it, it's a bit strange down here, but they're, they're slowly getting there. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, well, I guess it's, um, I, I the way I understand it is in the very, very early days, yeah, was that they had the right pellet guns and stuff, mm. and that, you know, they were a thing, so that when people are like, oh, we we're going to bring out paintball, that was sort of all they could really categorise them as was yeah. something that the police had. So, yeah. Well, and, um,
0: so that, that's yeah. one of the things I, I do find frustrating, especially down here. I'm not really sure about the regis- you know, the, the legislation in some other states and stuff like that, but the fact that they even classify a paintball gun as a firearm, because you go by a definition of what the police say a firearm is, is, you know, someone's prepared for a gas explosion. It's like, well, that's not a paintball gun at all. Yeah. Yeah. You know? so it's it's very frustrating that they that they classify it as a firearm, but it allows a little it allowed us to actually get the sport up and running down here so in that regards like yeah cool whatever
1: yeah, yeah. now it's better it. to have
0: it in a stupid you know way like that rather than not at all so yeah, yeah.
1: just fight one battle at a time
0: exactly i mean when they were pushing it, it took a couple of years and you, you used to get all the you know all the people up in arms are like, oh, you know, will someone think of the kids? You can't, you can't be having letting people play with guns what Just didn't understand because of the way they were, they were legislation. They didn't understand the difference between a real gun and, and that. They thought that these were dangerous as well.
1: Yeah, they're only dangerous if you don't, if you don't have your goggles on. So you know, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we just need to come up with a new name for them. Instead of calling them paintball guns, we could, because people always still call them guns. Maybe we can just yeah. make up some. Special word for it. Well, well there was I, already marker, but yeah, a lot of people you call them markers, but that just sounds wrong
0: as well because it just doesn't. I don't know, this doesn't sound right. Yeah, but anyway,
1: a, a splatter or something like that. How about <laughs> pupils? Yeah, there we go. We're <laughs> onto it. You heard it here first, down on the yep. paintball. Copyright <laughs> 2020. <laughs> yeah. So um, so then the only other like question I got on that is. You know if you guys wanted to bring a team up to yeah victoria or um or to sydney and or anywhere out of the the state and you're not you know uh working for a field like you are how how does that work
0: well basically if you want to go and play paintball and you don't work for a field with a license you're not taking a gun you, okay. you can't take a gun simple as that um again when we've come up for super sevens um I, me and another guy, uh, Jason, he also works at the field and has a licence. So between us, we brought up the guns that the guys wanted to bring up, um, basically declare it at, you know, check in like you normally do, go pick up your bag at the other end of the special area like they, where they put them and stuff. Um, but, yeah, for the guys who don't have a licence or don't work at a the field, they, legally, they can't bring a gun over. I mean, you know, it's, it's frustrating, but, again, it, you know, jump through the hoops if it lets us have the sport down here, then we'll happily do it. Don't don't care that much.
1: <laughs> so, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, when we've had people come down in Victoria, you know, and the first time they were coming down, they're like, oh, I had to bring guns in. I'm like, well, if you want, dude, I can meet you at the airport, take possession of your gun, take it to the field, and put in your armory for you. Happy to help out. Luckily, we didn't have to do that in the end. Well, I didn't. One of the other guys did, but you know, it's annoying. But like I said, you yeah, know, it's a means to an end. So yeah
1: yeah no it's uh it sounds like exactly you know all the inter uh the inter-country guys like i remember teams coming over from even just new zealand and they just for the amount of they'd either have to put their paperwork in months in advance and send the guns over early and do all these jumps through all these hoops or it was just let's hire seven guns when we land yeah
0: exactly <laughs> well that's that's what we did for the first year or two we were just hiring guns and all that stuff and then i ended up buying a gun and just leaving up at the, um, action paintball and just purely for tournament um you know mike was happy to look after that because he was sponsoring our team and stuff like that, so he was happy to help out like that but eventually got to the point where i just wanted to bring my own gun up as well move, yeah you know, prime up and stuff like that and shoot lasers so yeah
1: <laughs> yeah so you know you say we who who is we when you're traveling what paintball team do you play for uh
0: chaos incorporated um was the, is the main team when we first started coming up we actually had some guys from Chaos and some guys from Lonson's Spy, we came up as a combined team, which was the Tassie Felons. Um, oh, yeah. we, we came up for the first couple of rounds as that, and then eventually we got enough members each that we were able to bring up our own teams complete. So we both both the two teams came up. So, yeah, and we've been – for a while there, we had – Chaos had some guys from Spice Bears from Queensland in our team as well, just to help bring out numbers so we could continue playing and stuff like that. But last – well, last half of last year, basically – we stopped going up to Super Servants purely because the guys in Spice Bears wanted to run their own team up there, which is cool. Um, and so we just didn't have the numbers. So we've but kind of fallen back to being just a Tassie tournament team for for now. Um, and then once we get, obviously, more active members than the then we'll get coming back up to Sevens. I mean, I'm still planning on coming up every every you know every round. Just check the place out and hang out and stuff. So,
1: yeah. Uh, it's always a good place to come and hang out. And Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, That's, you can... Uh, Walking so you can in always there, meet
0: pros. Yeah. Well, not just that, but like walking in, walking into action paintball, it's like coming home. Like seriously, those guys there. I don't know if it's the same for everyone, but for me, it's you walk back in, you just you get that warm feeling, it's like yay, hey, I'm home. Here's all my mates. Here's everyone. You know, missed you guys and talk crap for hours. And yeah, it's it really
1: is an awesome feeling when you go back to that place. So always look forward to going up there. yeah oh, that's good. Yeah, it's the, that paintball family there. Oh or, yeah. As you, the more you hang around, the the bigger it grows, and it absolutely spreads all around the world. You, that's you'll right. have yeah, that's right. Lounges anywhere to sleep on. <laughs>
0: well, this is it. Like, you know, because I got to pit for the guys at DMG. Um, I've got you know, really good mates with a couple of those guys, and you know, they've all said, you know, if you come over, over to America for like World Cup or whatever, we'll want you to pit for us. I'm like, hell yeah, <laughs> it's like you sign me up. <laughs> so, you know, it, yeah, you get to meet a lot of people from all around the place and a lot of really cool people. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, well, what was that like, The d- pitting for DMG? How was oh. it a dif- different experience? Um, if I was going to sum up in one word, it would be completely and utterly
0: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it was the best weekend of paintball in my life. Like, there was just the five of them, and it was stinking hot, and it was just me pitting for them. And I had a couple of other guys from cars who come up pitting for other teams. They would help out when they could as well. Um, and it was just, it was just, Chaos and hell, but it was so good. It was so so good. Yeah, no, it could uh, yeah, great bunch of guys.
1: Yeah, did you learn? Did you learn plenty?
0: Hang yeah, learn learn a, a fair bit. Um, spent a fair bit of time having a chat with the then captain uh, Thomas. Um, he is just in, incredible. <laughs> um, but just chatting with all the guys, you know, um, Andrew and Dave and all that lot. It's yeah, it was phenomenal. I, you know, I got to meet Shane Howe. Uh, he's Wow, that guy's been around forever in a day, and he's yeah. just an awesome player. So good. So, no, yeah, it was, it was a wicked weekend.
1: Well worth the effort. Yeah, I was a shame. I was, uh, it just sucks that when I'm, I feel like when I was a player, I used to get a lot more chance to talk to, to people. I, I had a bit more free time then, but uh, yeah. yeah, no, they're a good bunch of guys. here. shout out to Thomas, uh, Kim, yeah, yeah, with Ironman, just getting the, the first and only win so far of the. Of the uh, NXL. That's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, you, you've uh, so you been rubbing shoulders with the best. That's that's great.
0: <laughs> yeah, just purely by chance. You know, someone said, hey, we need some guys to pit for some American players. And I'm like, yeah, right, I'll come up and do it. And flew up for the weekend. And,
1: yeah, it was amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you weren't actually, you weren't there playing. You, you no. flew up just specifically to do yep. that. Yep. Well, just as dedication. Yep.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I knew it'd be a good good chance to meet some amazing people, and didn't realize how busy I was going to be. I just spent vast majority of time, you know, um, getting a whole lot of pods ready and stuff like that. So didn't get a huge amount of time to chat with everyone else. But no, it was
1: yeah, it was a wicked weekend. So yeah. Yeah, Did Did you get any any jerseys or anything like that for for your troubles?
0: I actually got thomas kim's jersey from when he was um playing so their captain his captain's jersey got that signed by all the guys um they gave me some other bits and pieces of you know dmg merch and they gave me one of their medals that they won for the weekend and stuff like that which is pretty awesome still they sit up there amongst all the other ones so you know
1: it's yeah really good memories man like yeah awesome weekend and great bunch of guys yeah that was i was excited to hear when they when they were coming over it's um, yeah, you know, it's one thing to send a one or two players over, but they have a whole whole team from the states, it's it's a long yeah. way for them to travel. So it, it was, was, it was
0: yeah. And they were doing it hard because I think it was like thirty eight degree days, and it was just a yeah. percent the so They they weren't able to sit out. They were, you know, um, I remember uh, George a couple of times he came off the field and he'd definitely be collapsing from heat exhaustion or chucking up and stuff. And then, you know, within the hour, back up ready to go, straight back in again. And they did it hard, but they they did an amazing job. So.
1: Yeah, good, you know, good old tournament night. So yeah. yeah, good, good group of athletes they were. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. See. So you know, uh, focusing back on you know your local tournament scene. How, how does what does that look like? You know, you said that's what Chaosinks are uh, focusing on now. Is there much going on? Yeah, there,
0: the, there's a tournament series down here. Uh, three or four, I think last year was four rounds. This year might be three because of good old COVID. Um, so it's the Tassie Paintball tournaments. So it's mainly uh set up and run by Scott Brumby, but he's one of the players for uh Launceston Spire. Um, so that's the was last year was a three man event. This year they've bumped up to a four man event, so it'll be fun to see how that works out. Yeah. Um, Actually looking forward to it because they've announced that the first rounds could be 20th of June, so back in the paintball real soon, which could be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, it does, it is hosted down in Hobart, so for me that's a, a four and a half hour one way drive, um, so it's a fair hike, but yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be amazing. We've got we've got two teams in there already, so we're all pumped and ready to go. But now the the, the, t- the scene down here is it's growing. Um,
1: it's definitely getting there. Yeah, I, it's it's good to see, you know, just this, this growing uh, tournament scene with the, you know, you guys have a smaller population down in, in Tasmania, mm-hmm. so it's yep. it's cool that, you know, Tazis are getting a hold of paintball and, and getting into it, and you guys are, sounds like you've got a really good family and a good uh, a good group of players down there.
0: Yeah, we do. Like, um, everyone gets along really well with each other, which is a bonus, obviously. You don't want any aggro between people and stuff like that, but um, everyone helps out, everyone. And, you know, like, um, we've got a whole bunch of fields as well for even though it's a small population spread out we've got um, yeah, I said Revolution Paintball Lonnie they used to have the Hobart field but they've now sold it I think it's just called the guy who owns it now it's just called Hobart Paintball I think um, there's another one out at Sheffield Way and there's a, I don't know the name of it and then there's another group out uh, bishno on our east coast um, Fresno Paintball um, they've got a really cool little setup out there as well most of it's rec balling stuff the only fields that have speedball field at the moment is revolution paintball we may be getting one soon as well at van diemens but um yes yeah, so a lot of it's rec ball still but there's a, a strong small group of speedballers that are trying to slowly but surely grow on it down here in, in for that sort of things as well so you know it's not going out you know
1: all the way up basically so we'll see what happens yeah it's it's cool it's uh yeah, you guys just got to keep being ambassadors and uh, showing yep. the sport off and it, it'll keep growing. That's that's awesome. Yep. Do you that's get fun. Do you get many teams coming down from Victoria to come play?
0: Yeah. Uh, last year we had a couple of teams come down. I think Order 66 came down and I know, um, well, one of the round that got called off, they had an Eskimo Bro team. I think that was just a couple of the Spy guys. Who are playing for Eskimo Bros, though? Um, They're everywhere. Oh, they are. But that's all right. You got, I love what they do, you know. Um, it's, it's rather funny that, that a lot of people have this idea that me and Jamie don't get along, but actually love the guy to bits. I think he, oh, yeah. what him and Nathan have done is just amazing. So, you know, if it gets more people playing paintball, then so be it. Who cares what jersey they wear? Doesn't matter what team you play for, just as long as you're out there playing. So, yeah. yeah.
1: I didn't realise you guys had beef. Well, oh, yeah. apparently,
0: apparently we do. Which, oh, is, yeah. which is
1: news to me and Jamie.
0: But people <laughs> are saying, oh, you know, you and Jamie don't get along. It's like, really? Since when? <laughs> so, yeah. I, every time I hear it, I just have a bit of a laugh. I'm like, yeah, believe what you want. But I think the guy's amazing. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's uh, The paintball rumours are always
1: good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Don't let the truth get in a way of a good story. <laughs> yeah. No, you know you've made it when people start making up things about you. Oh, sweet. In that case, you're, I'm set. You're doing something right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but no, nah, it's a uh, it's all fun and games. Yeah, well, that that's cool though that you you know you guys are obviously putting on a good enough product that, that you're getting teams to travel. So that's yep. uh it's cool to see. And then you know besides Super Sevens, are uh, are you guys exporting teams out to any other events?
0: Not yet. Oh, Chaos isn't. Uh, I know Aspire have played Vic and I believe New South Wales in Excel. Um but Chaos hasn't yet managed because we're just. It's just a matter of getting committed players, you know, to get the numbers up, to be able to put a team in more than anything. Um, but yeah, so, but the only, yeah, the only one that's been out of the state to other than Super 7's is uh, Spire for XL. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, it's cool. So, you know, you never know once you get this, uh, this field going down in at, uh, Van Diemen's paintball, you guys might start pulling in more of a speedball sort of, sort of crowd. Well, yeah, hopefully. I know there's a lot of people who come through rec ball and they're like, oh, you would be keen on a,
0: a round-robin semi-regular type thing, which would be good to go. Um, you know, just run a, like a, a three-man round-robin once, once a month. Everyone plays everyone or something like that. Oh, whatever, we'll figure something out. But, yeah, there, there's a lot of people there who are keen for it. The only reason why they don't at the moment, because the only fields they can go play speedball, is Session, which is like an hour and a half away. You know, it's a long way travel just for a couple of hours of of a game that you may like. Um, yeah. I'd yeah. do it, obviously. You know, I don't, I don't care because it's paintball. Um, but, yeah, if, if you're only umming and iron about it, that's a, a fair bit to ask of people. So once we get
1: a field up, I reckon we should be able to help grow it up our end of the state as well, which would be good. Yeah, no, that would be good. And uh, you guys can, yeah, host, you, you could, we could see a Tasmania tournament series. Yeah, well, it'd be good to get, like I said, because the Tassie Paintball Tournaments is
0: based all down in Hobart at the moment. Be, it used to be a session, which is kind of the middle ground for everyone, but it's down in Hobart now mainly because that's where the, the main population of everyone is anyway, which is you know cool. Um, we don't mind traveling, so it's all good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, would know, be nice if once we get if we if or when we get a, a speedball field up that way, if they you know host it at each field once or something like that, you know, first rounds at Lonnie, second round Devonport, and then third round in Hobart or something like that. But yeah. you know, who knows? We'll see what
1: happens. Yeah, it's a good, good, good way to do it. It's how, it's how I start, like with the Super Sevens when I started. it's we used to travel all around the country, and it's, uh, it's good. You know, you get to instead of just going to the same place. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. You get to travel and meet new people, and you get to see some of the local teams and stuff. So it's always good to, uh, to add. You know, the the more different fields we play out, the 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 tighter sort of the community gets. Um, exactly. Yeah, it, it can be a bit. Um, I don't know, sometimes, yeah, you feel, yeah, it can be like an hour away and you just don't know any of the teams from there or, or anything. It's yeah,
0: exactly. Like I've always still plan on doing it, but I've always wanted to go play um, Vic Speedball, like Big 5s or NXL or whatever. But, yeah, because you don't know anyone in that. Because, obviously, you know, everyone who goes to Action uh, to Super 7s is knows everyone, but that you don't know the guys down in Victoria so much. And so it's like, well, if I go rock up to this thing as a whole new team, it's going to be... Yeah, a little bit intimidating, or even not knowing anyone, you're kind of going to have that awkward feeling type thing. But I still want to get there and check it out. Really keen to go up to Wagga Wagga to Project Paintball and, and play there. Um, we want to go play there uh New Year's Eve, three man thing that he runs up there. We want to go to that. And yeah, we want to go
1: to South Australia to get some stuff over there. I reckon it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. there's lots lots of paintball happening. It's, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I got to Project Paintball, but it was, that was pre uh the Astro Turf, so I was all about then. But yep. uh, I'd be, be keen to get down there soon and check that out. Um, Yeah, I might jump on a three man team. People keep yep. asking me and I keep saying no, but it's getting closer and closer to, yeah. <laughs> to definitely to definitely something again. to do, that's for sure. Yeah, oh, it's good good fun. So, um, well, you know, you, you said with Van Diemen's paper that you were like helping build the field and everything. Are you helping? You know, do you guys have a dedicated space for a speedball field? Is that something you'd have to put in?
0: Yeah, they they have got an area set aside where they the, the plan was always to put a field there. Um, it's just a matter of getting the money together more than anything. Because as everyone knows, you know a, a bunker set up cost you between six to ten grand. You know, it's big money. Um, yeah. especially considering it's, it's just a, a two-person run little business for them. To, you know, to expect them to fork out up to ten grand just for the bunkers and then all the netting and stuff. You know, on the off chance that it may bringing in money so it's it's a process but it's easy to t- take time basically
1: yeah but that, there's they,
0: definitely space for it so
1: are they you should, do they have all the infrastructure for uh like the compressed air and stuff like that as well
0: oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. Cool. We, we've got all set up there they've got put aside not far from the main compound if you want to call it that um so it's close to where all the the armory and the air tank stuff is they're so running an airline out there and some power stuff. wouldn't take much at all it'd oh, be cool. quite easy so and we've got a a pretty good idea you know the size of the field would be a, a proper nxl you know 50 by 35 i think it is um netted it off and then proper bunker areas so you can take you know much like what action has so you can take your goggles off into bunkers in, in the um in your um safety area and stuff like that so yeah
1: yeah yeah awesome oh it sounds cool i'll be uh i'll be keeping a close eye on it um mm-hmm. w- you know while we're on the subject Dan demons paintball to you know, do they have uh, someone we can check them out, like Facebook? Or are they on Facebook or anything like that? Yeah,
0: they're on Facebook, and they've also got uh, vandevinspaintball.com.au. If you want to go check out their website and see what you know what they offer and stuff like that. But um, yeah, they're definitely on Facebook, now, and every every weekend, well, Obviously not recently, thanks to a certain bat-related virus, uh, <laughs> they they haven't been doing much recently, obviously. But um, every weekend when they are open, they got putting up the photos, all the groups coming through, and stuff like that. So yeah, they've got a, a pretty decent little active website
1: there and a little Facebook page going. So
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, that's cool. So yeah, you said Kevin and Mandy. Yes, it was. Yeah. Well, yep. shout out to them. That's uh, anyone that owns a paintball field and gives us somewhere to play is yeah worth their weight in gold.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, th- those two do a lot for us. Um, well for the paintball community in general in Tasmania, but also just for our team, you know, we go in there and we can basically just do our thing and they trust us to just obviously I work as a ref, but they trust the other guys to just do the right thing and basically a free reign and do what we want, which is great. Um, yeah, no, they they bend over backwards for us, which we really appreciate. And they they definitely, you know, they're one of the sponsors for our team anyway. But yeah, no, they're a great bunch of guys and girls, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, no, it's um, it's it's cool having that that free reign over a field. I know it's I've been part of that at different fields from time to time, and it just always takes one person and it, it all sort of topples over. But oh, yeah. if you guys can keep it, uh, can keep it keep it everyone. Happy, but a lot of fields there yeah, don't really like the tournament guys. They, that's that's the getting that in the in the first place is the hard part.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, obviously we're not generating a huge amount of money for them. You know, we'll all rock up on and go training once a one you know one weekend, a fortnight or whatever. You know, we're buying paint. it. You know, they do it really nice, cheap price for us like So they're, they're making no money off us, and you know, we obviously we work around if they've got groups playing on a day, we'll work around the fields around them and get out of the way when the groups coming through and stuff like that. But, um, no, they're really accommodating, and it's good, real good.
1: Yeah, so, you know, if it, if it sounds like there's only a couple of uh, speedball fields down there, is, is woodsball like a big thing, the, the scenario paintball? Not really, no. Nah.
0: A lot of us just walk on rec ball fields, um, you know, tyres and pallets and tin bunkers and stuff like that. There's uh, the, probably the closest one to a proper woodsball field would be the one at uh, Fresno Paintball, they got you know it's all their fields in amongst the bush and stuff like that with dugout trenches and stuff. It's actually a really cool setup. Um, so but yeah, that's probably the, the only one that you'd actually classify as woods ball as such. Um, there was originally talk when Van Diemen's opened they got an area set aside there's actually you know decent bush land and that there, you know, I down the track would like to get that and and turn it into a, a woods ball field. So that's still on the cards. It's just not something's happening just yet, but it'd be cool when that happens because it's yeah some it's decent decent thick bush, but with open areas as well, and
1: yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, it's, uh, I know that it's, it's one of those things, um, oh, people sort of like laugh at woods balls and stuff sometimes, but I reckon it's the skills you learn in the bush, they transfer over onto the speedball field every day.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, I, I love all paintball. I don't care whether you're hiding behind a bunker or behind tyres or behind a tree. Who cares? As long as you're shooting paint, that's all that matters. Yeah,
1: no, I agree. It's <laughs> paintball's paintball. That's right. It's, uh, yeah, it's, um, uh, well, you know, speaking of different types, like mechanical, obviously it's paintball, so so new down there, you guys don't have like a, anyone into like the mechanical side, like you don't have pump teams or anything like that down in Tasmania? No, I wish. <laughs> um, me and another
0: teammate in the chaos, uh, Mackie, we both really want to get pumps, just purely just for the sake of having to have a bit of a laugh and have some fun. He keeps saying how hey, he wants to get a pump and put his Pinocchio hopper on it. <laughs> so he would have to reload for a couple of years. But uh, so, yeah, no one's really down here in that side of things. Um, obviously, all the red ballers are technically mechanical because they're all using Tippmann's and stuff. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, I, I believe, um, I th- from off the top of my head, I think and Spire. I'm sorry, Revolution Paintball. I believe they've now got E-Mex. Um Oh, nice. Yeah, so well, they were talking about it. anyway, I don't know if they actually followed through or not but that was as of uh, mid last year so there's a yeah obviously all the all the are, are, are mechanical guns more than anything obviously we uh, upgrades ethers and stuff like that but everyone else owns their own guns they're all electric
1: <laughs> yeah well how does you know how does that work is there is there a paintball shop sort of thing down there or do you guys just import everything from from the mainland
0: no look um we all import just from the mainland um yeah uh long Sense and the spy is sponsored by hot shots paintball so i know they get a lot of their gear for them um whereas chaos was um is sponsored by action paintball so we buy a lot of our stuff through paintball shop um as far as i know that's basically the only two places we all get our stuff from you know i know there's other other groups and pages and, and
1: companies out there but um yeah stick with what you know yeah well what do you guys do you know, for parts or for gun techs or anything like that, do you have people to go to down there that have sort of put their hand up and taken on the role? Nah, no, not really. Um,
0: I'm pretty sure I know Nick Graver from Aspire, he does a lot of gun teching for them. Um, Most of the gun tech for us is for Chaos is done actually by Kev, the field owner at Van Diemen's. Because obviously he's got access to them all the time because they're locked up there, so he just fixes them up for us stuff like that. If we go there on the day and, and we go play our guns and we, we'll, you know, we do it ourselves, but yeah, so most of it's done by him. But apart from that, you know, for spare parts and stuff, it's all
1: just from the mainland. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a that's a shame. It's um, hmm. I know that's one massive plus of having, yeah, that, that it was something that I sort of took for granted. It was not until I started traveling with paintball that I realized, oh, hang on, yeah, you know, we're out at this field that's sometimes you're half an hour from like a major town and oh if you need nine volt batteries what do you do yeah, yeah you, exactly yeah you're screwed so it's uh you know, i guess it's something that we take for granted sometimes just what what you have at, at your home field and uh i reckon it though it teaches it teaches you lots of skills if you, if you got to work out how like what's wrong with your gun and you can't just walk up to someone and be like fix it if you've got to try and work it out yourself then yeah exactly that helps out
0: that's right you got to learn the hard way couple of quick uh youtube videos and then you, you just get stuck in trying to fix it yourself i mean it was, fru- it was frustrating when i um had my um mac dev prime and had issues with that and i know everyone's like oh it's a mac dev what do you expect <laughs> but <laughs> i love it but anyway um you know i had to wait until i take it with me back up to sydney to take it back to the factory get it fixed up because there's just nothing down here for it which is really frustrating um you know they fixed it up for me got it shooting lasers again, which is all good, but just for having to, you know, I had to wait like two months before I could bring it up to get it fixed. It was really
1: frustrating. Yeah, it's, um, well, it sounds like, you, I th- you said you had four guns? Yes. Now? So yep. there you go. You, you can just put them on rotation. If, yeah, pretty if one much. Goes,
0: yeah, but... Ironically, the only one that gets, seems a lot of use though, really is um, just the prime. I just love it so much. It's, yeah. No, I'm not doing any advertising
1: here, but it's oh. yeah, awesome gun. Oh, go for it. <laughs> Go for yeah, it, man, I if, love it. If you uh, if you shoot it and you like it, it's uh, I'd be telling everyone. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> she's she's an awesome little gun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, you know, what do you see down that way? Like, what's the what's the hot gun in in Tassie? Is everyone sort of on the MacDev train, or no, is it a everyone... bit of everything?
0: Everyone seems to have gone with Ethers, just because it's the first gun they use is the upgrade guns down here. You know, all the fields, they've got Ethers and Ether 2s and stuff like that. So a lot of the guys have just gone down the track just going in Ethers and stuff like that. The Probably the most prominent brand would also be Planet Eclipse. Um, you know, a couple of guys are LV1s and there's a CS2 getting around and CS1.5s. And, but yeah, vast majority of guns seem to be just Ethers and stuff because, you know, let's face it, they're... A gun that just works,
1: no matter what. They're like the the tipmen of electric guns. So, yeah, yeah. I remember when they first came out, and that was pretty much what I, with the way it got pitched to me by the Eclipse guy, and I just yep. went, yeah, these are. That's what they were made for, just for, for fields to to have an electronic option. So yeah, uh, absolutely, they've done well. They've done what they were supposed to. I've yeah. seen
0: ethers that have been dropped in puddles of mud and water by punters and you pull the gun back out give it a shake and it just keeps on shooting you know for an electric gun that's pretty good you know it yeah. gets fully fully drowned in a puddle of mud that keeps on going so
1: i mean wait to pull it apart at the end of the day but that's a different thing altogether <laughs> but yeah so nah, they're a pretty good gun i have tried so many times that you, new people like don't ask me for opinion on a, on a new gun so many new guys say oh what gun should i buy I so buy an ether or i'll say like back in the day i don't think they exist anymore but i used to say buy a proto because like the cheap die guns because they're just cheap they'll run they shoot whatever bps you want them to and yep. then spend your money on paint but no one ever listens to me they always go out and they turn up with yeah the, the newest and greatest uh gun <laughs> that cost two two thousand dollars or something like that so it's funny yeah. you mention that because my first gun which i still got is a proto rise max Oh there, there you go.
0: <laughs> awesome gun. It was not, I got actually got it given to me as part of me, um for the work of building field. That was part of the deal and stuff and yeah, that was my first gun and had that for a good oh, probably year or so before I got even looked to get another gun. Like it was just awesome. Still yeah. love it, still love it, you know, get out now and again to a play with it now as well. So
1: yeah. Yeah, it was the big thing back before ramp was in mm. like yeah, I you would go, I'll oh, buy this gun because it shoots it's really really quick and that's what you wanted but now it's oh you know maybe you can shoot an extra pot off a tank out of one gun or something like that but it's just they're all the same guns are guns yeah
0: (laughs) it's more just the the looks and ergonomics that matter more than anything else now i think you find, yeah some people like the feel and look of one gun over another
1: but at the end of the day they'll both shoot just as uh, reliable as each other and yeah there's not a huge difference between them no, that's it, 100%. That's why I like, love the Lux. I'm a massive Lux fan yep. because they're just a... I, I like long guns and they're just a giant gun. That, yep. The distance between the foregrip and the and the uh, grip frame, are, yeah, good, good, fits me. But I know other people love the Invert Mini, uh, yep. which is the complete other other end of the spectrum. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. That's yeah, is it.
0: Uh, it's it's, it's the, how it feels in your hands, isn't it? You know, it doesn't really matter what anyone else thinks of it. If you like the gun and it shoots well for you, then that's all that matters.
1: Yeah. No, it's... uh. Um, that's that's pretty much all it is these days yeah, yeah. whatever it looks like so, so speaking of uh of looks down in tasmania do you guys have uh are you allowed guns that sort of look any kind of military guns i know that they're pretty strict nope. on that not Up at view. all yeah okay no. not at all
0: Not you can't have anything attached you your gun to make it look real in any way if you do you expect to get into a whole
1: bunch of trouble <laughs> yeah. okay yeah yeah no that's all a no no which is yeah that's you know fair enough and that that can be a big thing to sort of stop the the woods ball or the scenario guys. They they really like that replica, um, yeah. the replica stuff, and it's oh, it's 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 one of those things. It'd be cool to have it, but I can see <laughs> um, people probably hate on me for it, but I can see why. Um, I can see why you know trying to convince someone in uh you know sitting behind a desk that oh yeah we should be allowed to have this thing. I can see why they why they are a bit against it from time well, to time. Yeah.
0: I mean, the only argument you can say is because we want to make our our paintball gun look like a real gun. To anyone who's not into paintball, especially in a woods they'll be like, why are you crazy? No, we're not going to let you do that. Um, So I can understand why it's so hard to get that approved. But then on the flip side, like down this way in particular, we're not allowed to have the guns anywhere but at the field. So who cares what it looks like? You're at a field. You know what I mean? Like it's it's strange because it's not like you'll be walking down the road carrying this replica-looking gun. Because you can't take it for field. So yeah, yeah, it, it's oh. it's it's weird, but hey, whatever. It's a government.
1: Yeah. So who, so speaking of, of government, who who runs uh paintball? Like, is it the do you guys have a firearms registry? Um, yep. To do that, and is it yeah, the police that run it? It's all or?
0: through. It's all done through the police. Yes. Yeah. So it, yeah, um, yeah. it has Police Firearms Control the whole lot. Yeah. Um. You have to like I was saying when I went got me actual when I originally got my paintball license I had to do a proper gun course and. You know, had to go and show I could shoot a rifle and shotgun stuff and all those other weird stuff just so I could be allowed to play with a paintball gun. Um, they've restricted, uh, relaxed that a little bit. Um, it's easier to get your paintball license now, but you still have to still run through firearms
1: and service TAS and all that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't think uh, I'd uh, have gotten like I shoot rifles and stuff now and pistols. I don't think I would have got into that if I didn't have the firearms license from getting my paintball gun yeah. license. So it's uh they, they sort of yeah they're they, it's, it's doing the opposite they're they're increasing the the sales of firearms and uh yeah. and the amount of firearms yeah. in people's hands by yeah. just sort of which, forcing them to go that route which is strange but again it's the government just <laughs> just, just smile and wave there's no point in yeah. trying to understand them <laughs> yeah but I guess yeah it's just that all of us are in that battle we've got to we've got to just fight the you know the things are working both ways like there there is these small you know death by a thousand paper cuts but we are working back in the opposite direction uh slowly but surely we're we're getting common sense laws through on paintball uh yeah as as long as people don't do drive-bys and stuff like that which hasn't seemed to happen for a a few years well yeah Uh, that's funny
0: because when we we had the police come around and crack the sads once um at van deem's because where we're located there's a um speedway um right literally right next door and okay. one day they had the speedway on and um some kids went out into the field and picking up all the, the old paintballs on the ground and i run around throwing them at cars stuff like that so of course everyone's <laughs> recorded we reported the cops oh people are shooting cars with paintball guns and then cops got involved and it was just yeah <laughs>
1: so hey, are you into speedway at all Oh, I oh, yeah. don't, mind, don't mind going and watching it and getting covered in mud. It's heaps of fun. Yeah. I oh, just like completely off topic, but yeah. <laughs> so, it's is there, a, is there a sprint car scene and that down in Tasmania? Oh, or, yeah. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely. Yeah, nice. Yeah, there's uh... Uh, three tracks down here and they rotate between the, th- the three tracks. So, once every three weeks, it's at, at um, La Trobe Speedway, and then you've got Carrick Speedway, Neil Launceston, and, and then the Hobart Speedway. Yeah, you
1: awesome. know, they,
0: they get sprint cars and stocks and the whole lot
1: yeah that's cool awesome well,
0: stuff
1: just another reason to go to tasmania <laughs> oh yeah we got everything down here oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah so um anyway we'll, we'll jump back on on the topic of paintball so you've mentioned <laughs> a couple of our uh, sponsors so was there anyone that you you know you while you've got the air and while you you're on the line that you'd like to give a shout out to any sponsors or just you know people in general that have helped uh look
0: uh, our, um, our main two sponsors is basically obviously Van Deen's Paintball from, with Mandy and Kev and then Action Paintball or Paintball Shop you know um, we're also with Paintball Assassin which is all to do with Mike Wybrew and the crew there and yeah they they do a great job for us and look after us really well so yeah there are two main sponsors so well three Paintball Assassin but you know what I mean um, <laughs> so yeah just massive shout out and hello and thank you to them for putting up with us <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, it's uh it's awesome. It's it's yeah, it's cool to see you guys uh always always making the trip up here. Well not always you guys, but anyone from Tasmania. Um okay. yeah, I sort of just it's so new and uh and uh small that uh yeah, anyone from Tasmania, you guys are all in one big team. <laughs> to
0: That's me. right. Yeah, no, we we all love coming up there in that, so and uh we'll be doing it for many years to come, no doubt. That you worry about that. Not getting
1: yeah, no, used that I'm, easily. <laughs> it's definitely on my radar to get down and uh and you know, if I don't go there just for paintball, just at least I'll stop in at some fields and, ch- and check it out. It's, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, always. Um, yeah, it's just I, I was sort of paying a lot of attention to it and then I just sort of, uh, yeah, dropped off there. So it's uh, it's good to, good to hear that the, the tournament scene sort of bustling down there and yeah. uh, it'll be interesting. I I think that people don't realise that, I don't know if you've played much four-man paintball, but there's a big difference between three and four four people on the field. at it's a whole different kettle of fish.
0: Yeah, or well, Magic Woodburn. I mean, obviously done a lot of five-man you know, Super seven stuff like that, and then going back down to three-man has been a bit strange. Because <laughs> um, obviously you rely on each other a bit more, but yeah, four-man should be interesting. I haven't ever played four-man, so we can just see how that goes.
1: Yeah, it's sort of, yeah, like the three-man's a, you shoot one guy and then it sort of just turns into a bit of a, a drill, like it's, they're in this side of the field or that, we'll, we'll go and chase them down, but with the yep. four man, yeah, it just it brings in just that different element. You, yeah, you do have to the communication, the game. It's a little bit slower than three man. It's um, yep. yeah, it's interesting. It's yeah, it's cool. I know they used to run one up in Queensland of the four play series. Uh, yeah, yeah, it'd be be cool to, to to hear and hopefully, uh, you know, do you guys have anyone that's, uh, you know, putting out any coverage or anything like that, like footage or?
0: Oh, not is really. Is there anyone
1: right. to follow?
0: No, ma- mainly it's just on the day. A lot of us just put up, you know, some live stream video on Facebook. Um, sometimes we put it associated with the teams or it might just be just our own personal Facebook. But, yeah, you know, a couple of guys will put up, you know, videos, especially to the finals and stuff like that. Um, but apart from that, there's no, there's no one. they get a photographer to come down, take some photos and stuff like that from for Revolution and stuff like that. But there's no one actually giving proper coverage as such. Um,
1: yeah.
0: They, I mean, the biggest problem we've got is usually because the way we do it down here is we don't actually have a dedicated bunch of refs. Everyone takes their turn refing. So, yep. um, especially in the final, you have like, you know, six or seven guys all out in the field. So most people who, who are actually watching it are actually on the field as well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's not a huge amount of, of um, video or photo coverage, but nah,
1: some, just on Facebook will pop up. Well, you know, if uh, you, you said it'll, it'll pop up on, on some Facebooks, so like what, who are the teams to, to follow? I know, so we've got you guys, Chaos Inc. We've got Launceston, Aspire. Aspire. Yeah, they're the who, only, who else is there?
0: They're the only two teams that actually have proper Facebook pages and stuff. The rest of oh, these yeah, teams okay. are just a three-man team made up on the day. Um, so, but, like, you know, we Chaos will have two teams in there under different names, and then Launceston Aspire will have two or three teams in on different names as well. So, yeah. at the end of the day, most of the tournament's made up Technically, basically, if two teams split into smaller teams, um, and then a couple other groups will come along if they get the numbers up and stuff like that. But so yeah, if, if you just keep an eye on Longsands Aspire and casting pages. You'll see stuff come up and stuff. So and obviously check out Tassie Paintball Tournaments on
1: Facebook as well. Yeah, yeah awesome. No, I'll, uh, I'll definitely be checking them out. I'm uh, I know I'm following you guys and Aspire, but yeah, yeah. I didn't. I don't think yeah. I'm, I'm on the, the Tasmanian Paintball Tournament, so I'll check it out for sure. Yeah, we're worth it. So uh, a final question I'll ask you, something and mm-hmm. I'm asking all the guests. Is there someone that you'd recommend to be on the show or someone that, yeah, you'd think people would like to hear their story?
0: Yeah, um, I'd probably go with Nick Graver. He's from Launceston Spire. He's one of the the really passionate players. He's been involved with the team for a couple of years now um, just to play. He's not a captain or anything like that, but he is one of the, the driving players members of the team, so to speak. Um, He helps out a lot with the Tassie paintball tournaments and stuff, while Scott was in in China, for example. Um, He's been involved with the Tassie Felons, Loncester Aspire and then Aspire when I went to NXL as well. So he's been a lot of paintball up on the mainland representing Tassie. Um, Just a really great guy, really friendly, but just really passionate about the sport
1: too. So I reckon he'd be well worth a chat, so. Yeah, no, awesome. Uh, Thanks for that. It's Yeah, I couldn't say i I, i've ever heard of him but i'm uh (laughs) it's 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 sort of the whole reason i asked that question is i want to i just they're the you know people like yourself and and people that aren't you know the i think we've all heard the same stories from the same uh, the mainstream people. I'm trying to get the, the word out of, of everyone from all around the oh, country. Absolutely,
0: so. yeah. All the, the, the uh, smaller teams and this, all that stuff, you know. I mean, I could have said, hey, go speak to Andrew White from, well, he was from DMG, but, you know, in America, <laughs> but yeah, there's no point. You'd rather, yeah, yeah talk to the local guys and the, the, the
1: up-and-coming teams. Yeah, now the Americans get enough, uh, enough coverage. You know? I think it's <laughs> yeah, time for do. the Aussies to get a go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, failing uh, COVID, what's What's the rest of your uh, season looking like? Are you going to put something together? or?
0: Yeah, the, it was only announced yesterday. The first round for Tassie Paintball Tourlands is going to be on the 28th of June down Hobart. Um, so, just when obviously everything's been on, on hold because of the restrictions of how many people can have in one spot and that kind of stuff. But by then we should be good to go. And then um, I think they're going to try and get in, the, still get three rounds in this year, just cram them a little bit closer. And then hopefully... Once, you know, everything opens up again we can come back up to Sydney as well. That might be a few months away yet, but um yeah,
1: we'll see what happens. Yeah, no, it'll be good to good to see you guys back up here again and uh Yep. Yeah, if anyone, anyone feels like travelling or can travel to Tasmania, there you go, 28th of June, head, yep. head down to Hobart. Yeah, the, only like thing you
0: want, the only thing you want to do is because uh, of the government, Tassie government's lockdown quarantine border stuff, if you want to come down, you have to come down two weeks in advance
1: to yep. go into quarantine. But, hey, if you want to come down, come down. <laughs> that sounds like a good uh, a good excuse.
0: Yeah. <laughs> have a two-week holiday in the hotel, then come play some paintball.
1: Sounds awesome to me. Well, actually, something that just popped, popped up before before you go, Um mm-hmm. What's the what would happen if you know, uh, let's put like COVID behind but before yep. it all happened. If 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 we wanted to, if anyone wanted to travel down, like, what's the deal with bringing guns into Tasmania? Uh,
0: you can still do it. All you have to do is you get someone who's a firearms licensed employee of a field meets you at the airport and basically they, they take your guns to the armory for you. Um, oh, okay. Because we're to transport them around the state and interstate and stuff like that. So that's the only way you can legally do it. Um. But that's not a big issue because, I mean, for example, if you was coming down to play paintball at the Hobart event, the Hobart airport is literally five minutes from the from the field. Yeah, so you okay. get off the plane, one of the guys will meet you there and they just drive out to the field and put the guns in the armory and then it's all good. Simple as that. Yeah. So, yeah, no reason not to bring your guns down. It's just a little bit of a workaround, but it's definitely
1: doable. Yeah, no, and it's... Uh... You know, it's I I didn't even realize until until all this happened with with paintball starting to get legalized in Tasmania. I didn't actually realize it it was illegal. So it's uh you know it's we've taken baby steps, but it's it's gotten there and it's 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 yeah I'm excited to see what the future holds for you guys down there. So yeah,
0: well yeah. it's only yeah only a couple of years old, so it can only go up. Yeah, that's it.
1: No, it's you only guys better. are and yeah, I just massive shout out to all you guys. Uh, yourself and everyone from from Tasmania coming up. Like it's I know it's a massive uh yeah, massive trip to come up all the way to Sydney and and yeah, it's good to you know, the more teams we get at the Super Sevens the better, but it's Absolutely. just it's it's good to have more players, um, you know, in the in the tournament series, uh, all, all around the country. It doesn't matter where you come from. It it all helps the sport grow. That's right. So yeah, thank you very much. And yeah, thanks David for uh giving up your time and, and jumping yeah. on the show with us.
0: Not a problem at all, mate's been great.
1: Awesome. Well uh Yeah, stay safe with COVID and I'll speak to you soon. All right, mate. Too easy. Well, that is a wrap on another episode. Thank you once again to Dave Hall for sitting down and having a chat with us. I think it's such a cool thing that these guys are able to be in this position. I don't think any of us anywhere else in the country, you know, have really been in the driver's seat of a brand new thing, a brand new scene. So it's really, really cool to see, and I've got a lot of hope for these guys in the future. Really cool attitude, and the Tassie scene will be one to reckon with very shortly. So for my sign-off this week, I just wanna let everyone know, yeah, I'm I'm sitting here currently, can barely move my arm. I've uh, had a a massive skin cancer cut off my chest, so my tip to everybody, wear a T-shirt, use sunscreen be unsafe. not something that you want to have to go through in your life, so, so that's my tip this week, is to be unsafe. everybody. Well thanks once again for tuning in, I've got an exciting show for everyone next week, I'm going to change the format a little bit, so keep an eye out for that, it's going to be slightly different, we're going to be focusing on topics a little bit more than the players' something that i'm going to try out we'll see how it goes and uh, i'll really appreciate your feedback as we move on to the new format thanks everyone once again for tuning in this is down under paintball